Hi, and welcome to the final installment of a very special series of Title Now pop-up webinars. I'm Melissa Murphy with the fund, and I have the pleasure of hosting these webinars from time to time. And we are getting more and more inquiries from fund members for assistance with what we refer to as back office support. Now, back office support can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people from placing the title order to preparing closing documents, preparing the closing disclosure and making sure it balances with the lender to preparing the final policies after the closing. So we thought this was a good time to focus on this, to explore options that fund members have to get help where they need it the most and when they need it. So today is the final episode of a three-part series to respond to these questions. So I've been talking with three different companies that provide these types of services to give our listeners the chance to hear about these different companies, to hear what the options are, and give some thought to whether this would work for you. Now, remember, we push the audio out to our podcast, which is also called Title Now. And this gives you a chance to listen to the contact content again, or maybe uh, more easily share it with colleagues who didn't have the chance to participate in the webinar today. It's super easy to sign up and subscribe to the podcast. You can get it wherever you get your other podcasts and it's free, so even better. Now, all of these vendors that we're chatting with will be at assembly this year. So you can listen to what they have to say today. And then if you've registered for assembly that's coming up in a couple of weeks, you'll have the chance to interact with them face-to-face. -face. So I hope you've registered uh, we would love to see you there. Now, a housekeeping detail. If you have questions as we um, go through our conversation today, Michael Rothman, our very talented chat monitor person who his day job is the senior manager of our legal education department, but he's also very adept at monitoring the chat function on the platform. So if you have a question, post it in the chat. And if there are any, we will um, share those with you and uh, try to answer them at the end of the webinar. Today, I'm talking with Andrew Dinnerstein from Cassie, uh, which is a company that provides these back office support. So welcome, Andrew, to Title Now. Thank you, Melissa, and happy to be here. So, Andrew, tell us about Cassie. Uh, what's the story behind it? Where where did it come from? Um, you know, why is it here? Sure. So, Cassie was formed uh, by myself and my business partner, uh, Gary Singer. Uh, Gary and I are both long-term fund members who have been heavily involved in uh, with the real estate community. Um, and largely amongst our, you know, our fellow real estate attorneys. Um, our idea for closing attorney support, which we, we call Cassie, started several years back when we found ourselves short on staff um, and started to become overwhelmed at our own title company. Um, we quickly did two things. First, 
we placed an ad for additional staff. And second, we decided to take some time and really figure out where we could improve efficiencies in our title process. Um, and um, by figuring out where our processors and attorneys are getting stuck, we're getting stuck along the way. Um, in doing that, we also asked around in our network to see where other attorneys were experiencing slowdowns or traffic jams in their process. And quickly, we realized that there were some universal pain points uh, that were impacting most offices universally. Um, since we realized that there were no service options for back office support that addressed all of these pain points under one roof, we decided to create a service that could address all of them um, ourselves. And, and that's where Cassie was born. Perfect. So it came out of your own experience with those pain points as every trend, you're right, every transactional attorney, I don't care what their workflow model might be, there are going to be pain points along the way. So Andrew, what are some of the, uh, of these areas, these pain points that you all have identified that you're particularly good at solving? Sure. Um, so this is this is actually where kind of our our origin story, if you will, gets a bit interesting. Um, initially, we identified several big pain points, which involved a broader array of services, and we narrowed those down to three initial areas where we felt we could jump right in and start to help. Um, the first was with settlement statement us uh, and CD drafting and balancing. Um, speaking with other attorneys and just looking at our own office, we realized that once you get to the point where you're balancing the CD specifically with a lender, it becomes very time consuming. There's a lot of back and forth that happens. There's a lot of reaching out to different parties, waiting for responses. Um, so we, we put together a service where we can take care of that piece, where we could draft the settlement statement, draft the CD, deal with the lender and balancing and get the closing package. So that was that was one area. Um, another so was, ask, oh, sorry. Let me ask you a yeah. question about that. Um, so I think you said that you get the lender package also if you're doing yes. the CD. So tell me a, a little bit more about what that means. When you get the lender package, do you, what do you do with it? So, I, along this whole process, we we would have our our customer client copied in. Um, a big part of all of our services is that we don't. I almost don't like to use the word service. Um, I do because we're or we are a service, but we're really structured to be a part of the team that we're employed by. So we become your processor, your paralegal. So just like your processor, your paralegal keeps you in the loop on what's going on on your files, that so do we. So throughout the process, you're in the loop, your staff members, whoever you want us to keep in the loop are, are in the loop. Um, and when we get that closing package, we get it right over to you. Um, so you have your lender docs. Um, you know, we, we make sure that we're balanced, you know, with that final CD for you so that you're ready to go with that lender package. So do you look through the lender package and make sure that it looks right, which is sometimes hard to do, 
but uh, do you do you basically go through it and make sure everything looks pretty consistent with what you know of the transaction based on preparing the CD? Yeah, I mean, based on, you know, with this service, this kind of discrete settlement statement service, we do take a look through the package, make sure it's complete. Um, I know lenders, some lenders are in the habit of sending packages in several PDFs, several emails, half through a portal, half through a, you know, from the broker. So, you know, we try to make sure that it's a complete set of docs, that we're seeing the, the typical complete set of lender docs within that package. Yeah, I mean, things like a missing PUD endorsement or a missing condominium rider. Okay. All right, so CD balancing and settlement statement balancing was one of the first areas. What's another area that you identify? Um, sure. Uh, kind of going, it's really not going off of that, but but kind of flowing through is doc prep. Um, doc prep is one of those things that some people, you know, when, we're, when we advertise it, say, why would I need help with that? It's simple. And other people say, please do my docs. I can't find the time to do them. So it's it's either end of the spectrum. Um, for us, it just wound up being an area where doing standard, um, you know, ABCD docs <laughs> were easy. But then if like anything was thrown, like a, a non-ID was thrown into the mix, all of a sudden the process stopped. Um, so we can do doc prep. Um, as its own service for our customers. Um, and then kind of going a little bit fast forwarding in the process, another you know big pain point area that we identified was um, policy drafting. Um, it It's not a pain point that holds up closings, but because it doesn't hold up closings, people get backed up because they get through their closing, they put it aside, and then 30 policies later, they say, oh, my God, I'm so busy with closings, I can't get to my policies. So we we formed a service to help people catch up and stay caught up with policies and, and, and by doing, you know, policy drafting. Okay. Let me go back to document preparation for a minute. Sure. What about documents that might be called for in Schedule B-1 that are more of a curative type document, something that might need to be obtained ahead of closing in order to make sure that the title is going to be clear. Do you help with that? Can you help with that? Is that a typical thing you get asked to do? Um, it is a typical thing we get asked to do, and we can assist the same way that our legal or a processor could assist. You know, we could assist under the direction of the attorney that's sending it. So if an attorney says, I, you know, this is the non-ID affidavit I use, these are the judgments or the, you know, items I want listed in that non-ID relating to this party, we can put it together, send it over, and of course, the attorney needs to review and approve that. But it is something that we could, you know, do the legwork on putting together. Sometimes you need to get a corrective deed, though. Um, there might be a mistake in uh, legal description, transposition of numbers, or just some relatively probably minor error. But a corrective need, deed needs to be obtained 
from someone outside of the current transaction, maybe a previous seller or a grantor in the chain? And do you help with getting that document done or perhaps verifying what exactly the problem is that generated the requirement, but then is it up to the uh, fund member to take care of getting that signed and you're just involved in document preparation? Um, well, so there's a few elements in there. So it we can't, you know, you know, we obviously we're attorneys. So in our own practice, we we deal with corrective deeds um with some amount of frequency. Um and you know, so so yes, I mean, do we have the skill set to be able to determine what might be going on? You know, yeah, our staff members do, some of our attorneys do. So that being said, we we can't really make that decision. So we can get on the phone with the fund member um, and say, listen, it looks like this deed needs XYZ corrected. Please verify that, you know, that that's correct. Give a call to underwriting. We don't call underwriting. Um, confirm with them that they're going to be happy with that correction. Um, and, and once we get the green light, we can put the correction on paper. I mean, we can, you know, just like a paralegal could put it on paper. But we can't be the final person determining um, what needs to be changed. In terms of the signing of that document, that kind of leads me into our, our fourth service area where we kind of can help out with signings. Um, and, and that's with our, you know, our digital closing and our and our our RON signings. I mean, we call it digital closings. Um, the industry still calls it, you know, does call it RON signings. And the reason we call it digital closings is because we developed it out uh, into more of a closing experience versus a simple signing with a notary. Um, well, talk and, to us uh, about that, because that is something that Cassie is known for, uh, at least in a, a group of fund members that I regularly communicate with. So that's something you're well known for. So talk about that. Sure, absolutely. Um, and, and the way that came about actually was was accidental. We didn't really plan on that as being necessarily a service. Um, but then COVID hit and we were um, conducting daily Zoom meetings with our with other attorneys around the state to see what was you know, going on, the struggles people were having. And we realized people needed to be able to do digital like lawn closings, which just became, you know, permissible in Florida. And, you know, as luck would have it, we just have we're very techy. So the attorneys in our office were already Ron certified. And on a platform, which was very difficult to get on back then. Um, so we we just started out just doing these RON signings and realized it, it couldn't just be a typical RON. There needs to be more to it. We need to be, you know, attorneys are busy. They're trying to get their work done. So we need to handle scheduling, which we do. So if someone reaches out and says, I have this RON, you get it set up. We just say, when do you need it by? You know, we say basically two things. When do you need it by and can we schedule it earlier? Um, and based on that, we will go out, we will contact the signers, we'll let them know we're calling on behalf of the title agent or the attorney to set up their online signing. We provide tech support 
for the signers. So we will walk them through. We will stay on the phone with them through the process so that, you know, a lot of people get nervous. We will make sure they know, you know, where to click. Um, and then we do the signing. Uh, the, sign, the signing is attorney supervised and oftentimes attorney run. So, um, you know, there will be right now, I mean, there's an attorney on every Ron session that we're doing. Um, an experienced attorney that's not there to answer detailed questions, but it's there to make sure the documents are being signed properly and to be able to give a general explanation like a closer would do of, you know, this is the deed, it's transferring the property type of explanations. Um, so, and then we, yes. Well, so these are, are these primarily seller documents since lenders aren't still have not embraced Ron to a significant degree, are these still primarily seller packages? Yeah, they're largely seller seller docs. I mean, that's majority. Um, we do get a fair amount of corrective work. So, you know, people sending a deed that needs to be signed or, oh my gosh, we forgot this trust affidavit. So things like that um, pop up. And, you know, we do... A decent amount, although it's definitely much less than seller docs of private lender packages. Private lenders are seem to be all fine with it. So um, you know that that's that's really what we've been seeing the most of is the seller docs. And it seems to me, and this is purely based on anecdotal experience, that many of the these situations in which the need to use RON or remote online notarization comes up at the last minute because someone at the last minute can't fly to come to the closing or drive 300 miles to the, come to the closing. Is that your experience also? Uh, yeah, I would say about probably about 50% of the RONs that we get are last minute. Um, it's has not been a problem for us to accommodate those. Um, actually, a lot of the calls that we get from first time um, first time customers is at a different service they went to, had them scheduled and then canceled last minute or something happened and oh my gosh, what do I do? And we said, let send us the documents, tell us, give us the info, let us know what's going on, who we need to talk to and we will get it done for you. And we do, um, we've done, I mean, we've done RONs, we've signed with people all over the world. We've signed at pretty much all hours um, and on weekends. So you know, we, we get it done. And one last point on that before I, I move on is I heard you say that your RON signings are supervised by an attorney, and that's an attorney in your office, correct? That's correct. Yeah, it's an attorney in our office. Um, and and you know something else I want to point out is that we can also sign with some non-US citizens. Um, so we do that using our VA Virginia RON. Um, but even on those Virginia RON sessions, we will have uh, you know, currently we do have an attorney that will be on that from our office. Um either as a second witness or if there's already somebody else acting as a second witness from the uh, client's office, then as an observer, just to make sure that things are are basically a facilitator, just going through, you know, making sure things are getting signed properly, making sure nothing's getting missed. 
and again, providing any, you know, basic explanation as needed. So you've talked about some of these individual pain points that you've developed these services around, but do you also offer what I will call full back office support from the initial point where the transaction comes into the fund member's office through to the very end? Yes, so yeah, we do. Um, and and we call just that our you know our full back office support. So you got it right. Um, and with that, we will do everything from file opening. Um, we can do that. Um, and file opening is kind of is kind of twofold. We'll open the file on our end. We can also assist with opening the file on the members' end. We can take care of ordering, title, lien, surveys, payoffs. Um, we can take care of ordering stopples. Um, we will again do that CD and uh, settlement statement drafting and balancing. Um, we will communicate with a lender. We will obtain your closing package. We will do your update title search. We will give you a completed closing package and we will give you um, disbursement breakdown. What I always tell people is really, it's almost easier for me to tell, to, to say the things that we don't do. Um, and there's, we're actually almost proud of the things we don't do it, it, because it, it's part of our business model. And it's really important to, to our customers um, and to us. So the couple things that we don't do is we do not touch money. So we're not in your escrow account. We're not in your trust account. Money is, is the member's responsibility. And it's, it's obviously hugely important. But what we will do is provide a disbursement breakdown, a balance sheet. Um, it looks very similar to, uh, to basically all double times balance sheet, if I, if I can, because we just like that setup. It's very easy to read. So you see what's supposed to be coming in, what's going out. We will do your net wire from your lender. So that's, that's one thing we don't do. Another thing we don't do, we don't talk to buyers, sellers, and realtors. We have found that you know, that's the source of business. That's where our customers are getting their business. That is, you know, that is something that uh, is personal to them. You know, we don't talk to them. Um, that's for the customer to do. But what we will do is we will provide emails with prompts along the way. So if I need some information from a buyer, seller, realtor, I will send an email to your office saying, Hey, I, we you know we need some information from this seller. This is the information we need. Can you just cut and paste this into an email? Send it out. Just let us know when it comes back. Um, and then the third, you know, big thing that we don't do, and we kind of talked about it a little earlier, is we don't make underwriting decisions in a file. We're not the title agent. We're support staff. Um, we're you know we're we're your back office processors. Um, you know we will we will point out when we see something. We will raise the flag, but we can't resolve those situations that's you know we we can help resolve them but we can't make the final decisions that's that's for the member and, and underwriting to do well I, I find that very helpful so i'm sure our listeners do also for you to say look we do everything but these three things um right. and that is a pretty good way to describe true back office support it's almost like you are physically in the back of their office Doing these things right. and you just walk the closing package up to the conference room. 
makes sense to me. Right. So, but you're not in physically in their office. So how does this actually happen? Do you access the, the members software? And if so, how does that work? So we can, it's up to the member. Um, but we have the ability to access their software more so now that things are in the cloud. Um, although we have several customers that are not in the cloud and we still access their software. Most of our customers want us to access their software um, because it just keeps the information with them. Um, so, you know, if we're accessing the software, things like the title search can be ordered through the software and brought back right into your software. So you don't have to put information back in. Balancing happens in your software. So it's there. It's yours. Um, it, that seems to be the easiest for most people. Um, you know, and for the few that don't want us to, to be in their software for whatever reason, we have our own software and we can do everything outside of the, the customer system as well. So that, that causes me to, to think of an issue if you are accessing their software. So you're accessing the software to help them with the Smith sale to Jones. But if you access their software, you might probably have the ability to see what other files they have that are open and ongoing, maybe even closed files, depending on the way the software is set up. So how do you address a member's concern that they need to protect the privacy or confidentiality of other files that are in their system? Gotcha, yeah. So, and that's obviously, that's something we've thought about. Um, we do provide a written agreement uh, with all of our customers. It spells out, um, it has, you know, extensive um, confidentiality language. Um, and uh, it kind of spells out how we deal with information. Um, you know, our own internal system is highly secure. Um, we use the same system, actually, I believe that the fund is still using, which is uh, the Citrix share file system. So it's very secure. Everything's encrypted. Um, so we have an agreement about our confidentiality. Um, we do carry insurance as well, which covers all of our employees. Um, so, you know, just as a as an extra level of comfort for our customers. And at the end of the day, I mean, we're attorney run, we're Florida attorneys, we're fund members. It's very important to us that our um, quality and level of service is held at the highest standard. So, you know, we are all of our staff has gone through extensive background checks. All of our staff has, you know, understands the importance of security and understands how to deal with sensitive information. So, you know, we like to think that we're, you know, in many ways, I, I do think we're even more secure than some staff that might be sitting in your office right now. But, you know, we, because there's somebody, there's not just your eyes on them, there's our eyes, there's, you know, there's various attorneys looking in our company at them. So, I mean, we're, we're very careful with information. We don't go poking around. We don't want to know about other deals. Um, we're there to work on the file you sent us. So we stay. Well, there's quiet. a level there. There's a level of trust there that has, has to be there from the get go, but also would build over time for sure. I mean, that's, that's the name of the game here. And 
I find that your being two Florida lawyers and fund members, you know, might color your philosophy to some degree behind this. Obviously, this is a business. You all are here to make a little bit of money, you hope, off of this service. But are there other aspects of your business model, your business philosophy that's has been colored by the fact that you and Gary have been fund members for so long? Uh, I think just our awareness of the industry is, you know, and the concerns that our you know fellow attorneys are facing, you know, wire fraud, security concerns, and you know just the bigger concerns that that attorneys have now. There's the threat of attorneys getting pushed out of title. Um, we're very aware of that, and one of our big goals is to um, help members stay competitive and successful as the you know the environment is changing. And to try to provide services to attorneys to keep them ahead of the curve as these changes develop. Excellent. Well, thank you, Andrew. Let's see if Michael Rothman is still alive and well, and whether there are any questions in the chat. Michael? We have a few. I am here. Uh, just reiterate once again, Andrew, you guys work with e closing double time, now known as. Closing view, correct? That's correct, as well as other closing softwares, but that is correct. All right. And then I had a question about do you help members deal with closing out old expired permits? permits? Um, the, the short answer is yes. And again, it's just within our, cap you know, what, whatever's within our capability. So uh, we, but we can, you know, we can certainly reach out to the city and find out what needs to be done and relay that information. So, so yes, that is something that we can help with. For things that get more complex, we have vendors that we could also recommend that that get into the nitty gritty, the you know, contractors and such that specialize in this. And did you guys cover the fees for your services? Because we had a question just come in about what the fees are. I did not. Um, we are. Uh, flat fee. So our fees don't fluctuate based on the size of a transaction. The only thing that affects our back office support fees is whether it deals cash or lender deal. Uh, that's with residential. Commercial, it's a little more customized just because the need on a commercial deal vary greatly. And then all of our other services are just flat fee and if you're picking a few different a la carte services that you want to put together, we discount those fees down a little bit so that it's kind of the more you're getting, the better value you're getting. Yeah. Is that the Very last good. question, Michael? Yeah. Great program. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Andrew. Uh, I want to remind all our listeners out there that Cassie will be at Assembly. So please go by and visit them at their booth. But if you're not able to attend assembly, they are in our vendor marketplace, which is very easy to find on our website. And then the contact information for Cassie is there on the website. So you can certainly reach out to them that way. Thank you again for listening. And uh, remember, we're going to push this audio out on our podcast so you can catch it there or share it with others. And as always, thank you for your support of the fund.